How are you, brother? I'm good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing amazing. Welcome. Welcome to the first episode of To The Moon podcast. Yeah, what a blessing. How crazy is this? <laughs> it is. It's good. Curtis, um, you know, this, uh, this podcast, this show is 1000% all about you. Uh, you are the star. And, uh, and, you know, for those people that don't know you, I want to want them to get to know you. Um, you have been a, a, a student of mine for quite some time and, uh, I've just watched you explode, but, um, before we get into all of the good stuff, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like how did you come uh, to real estate and, and, and let us know a little bit about you personally. Well, well, from a personal perspective, um, let's see, been married, uh, 20 years now, um, 21 years, excuse me, 21 years. Don't want to get in trouble for that. 21 years. Um, you know, kids, uh, my youngest kids are, are off in college now. So, um, you know, no, 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 it's just us at home now. Um, computer engineer by trade. I've been doing that. You know, I went to college uh, for, got a dual degree, computer engineering and accounting. Um, and I went to go work for Ernst & Young for about four weeks and decided that was not something I wanted to do. Okay. Um, so, so I went off and I started working in, you know, in, in the computer field and <clears throat> kind of gradually grown into, um, into the, the architect. I used to do a lot of um, post sales implementation, going out with the customer, installing and doing that. But then now I've been more of an architect role. Um, and you and I've talked about this many a times, you know, at the point that I've reached in from an investment perspective that I, I probably um, could be doing something else. But because I love it and it's a, it's a real passion of mine, um, I've stayed engaged with it. And, and it's actually for me now, it's more fun because I don't have to do it. <laughs> so let me get this straight, uh, you know, because I, I don't think we've, we've unpacked this for the people that are watching. What Curtis is talking about is his W-2 job. All right. So so Curtis has decided uh, to keep his W-2 job, even though he's crushing it in entrepreneurship and he's crushing it in wholesale. He has decided to keep his W-2 because he absolutely adores it. So it, it, tell us about that. Like, what about it? That it, what about that? career is is uh so rewarding to you and and got you um wanting to come back because uh, i let me ask you do you make more money wholesaling or in your w-2 job absolutely i make more money um probably in about a month than i do in a year for my w-2 job <laughs> oh jeez yeah I, oh but, 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 but it's, it's for, for me though i think because i don't have to do it it's more fun to me now i it's it's really engaging. I'm helping companies understand visions and roadmaps. Um, I'm un, un, helping them uh, understand integration because I, I deal with a lot of Fortune 100 companies. So it's 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 great to do something that you don't have to do. You That's know? And, true. And for me, it's it's a lot more fulfilling now because of that. Right, I kind of so. feel that way about coaching. In all honesty, yeah. no, yeah. I. Uh, uh, my, 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 my company has been rocking and rolling and I do coaching cause I love it. Right. And so, um, so let, let's, let's talk about that a little bit cause that's how you and I came to know each other. Right. right. So, so how did you come into the astro flipping hemisphere? What, what, what well, was yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you remember it really detailed, but I, so I, I had been, I've done a couple of coaching programs before, right. I've done some, um, uh, a, um, what is his name? A Sharif Medawar, um, okay. commercial multifamily and commercial uh, single uh, triple net uh, properties, right? And I've done a lot of that 
uh, and then I did some um, some some coaching with um, some some multifamily syndication. Um, but but it was a, it was something that was missing, right? It was that foundation, right? I realized that I would be I would be an operator the rest of my life, and I didn't want to be an operator um, and not have ownership in the properties, right? So I had to figure out a method so that I could raise money to get into to get in at that level. And for me, at the more research, it was you know I, I saw wait I saw you know the, the the videos and I saw tons of your your commercials, and I was like wait hold up this might be it right here because this would help me get at the at the foundation level where I could earn enough money so that I could be more of the principal in my projects. Right. So, so I reached out to you on, on face on, on uh, Instagram and we talked on Instagram and you left me a pretty lengthy message in regards to complete transparency in regards to what, 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 what the, the expectations would be. And I hadn't seen that before. Right. And I was like, this can't be real. So, so I, <laughs> for the next month, I did nothing but follow videos and, stuff that you were involved in to see if that transparency was exactly the same in, in most of the stuff you did. And it was 100% the same, right? And everybody else you diligent, saying the same thing. So yeah. I messaged you and I said, hey, I'm going to join tomorrow. And you said, okay, look forward to it. Here was my phone number. Give me a call when you have any problems. And so the day after I joined, I had, um, I, I reached out to you with a question and you answered right away. Um, and then when I got through week, three, um, I started doing some cold calling and I had an issue on a property and I reached out to you and you said, Hey, give me a call. That way we could unpack it really quickly and save time. And you helped me through that for me. That, I mean, that that's how I got involved in an astro flipping. So, um, amazing. Yep. So, so talk about a little bit about, uh, what your journey has been in, in the astro flipping program and, and, uh, what that has looked like. Cause it's incredible. Well, it, but I, I don't well, want to. You, you know what's interesting is that. Um, Had you done deals prior to joining? Zero. Okay. Cool. Um, so so my first deal is about a month into the program. Uh, it was it, you probably remember this one. It was a, it was one that I sent to Keegley, um, and I think I had it under contract for two ninety, and you had a buyer. You could soft market, and then a buyer came back and said, "We we can probably buy it at three hundred. And then you reached out to me and you said, you know what? I got an idea. Why don't you reach out to some um, some agents and see if you can get the agents, if they have some some cash buyers or some investors. So I did that. I called about 100, 150 agents. Uh, no, no, no is what they kept saying. And then I finally I finally ran into one that said, hey, um, you if you if you're really if you really have a deal that like this, we can help you out. So what I did was I, I, I reached out to him. We had a, we, you know, we met uh, over coffee, talked a little bit and, and she, they decided it, you know, it would be a great opportunity and they had someone who would be a good fit. So with that in mind, I, you know, moved forward in the process and it went from, you know, I had it under contract for, for 290. I ended up selling it to the investor for 350. But the great part about it is the owner, because we sold that one so fast, the owner came back and said, I have another duplex. So we ended up selling that second one as well, right? Awesome. And so awesome. that was the thing for me that um, the light bulb went on and it told me that I was on the right path in regards to it. Love it. T tell us about the numbers on that deal. What? Well, so I, I, um, I, I was a little bit, well, I, I, can, I think I still am in the way I do things, but I was generous in regards to, 
I gave bonuses to to the uh, to the agent uh, for for bringing the buyer. I um, I ended up um, I don't know. It was probably a, a 90k. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, ninety thousand dollars, bro. So let, you know, my first deal was fifty thousand, right? And yeah. I was hooked. I was hooked at 50. I was like, oh, yeah. my gosh, this is the most amazing thing I've ever yeah. seen in my life. I can't believe this is legal. And uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it was it was fantastic. I I truly, truly I mean, life changing for me. And, and look yeah. at the ripple effect. Right. Um, your uh, your first deal is 90,000. I mean, at that point, you must have just been like, what the heck is why are people out there like even even. Like you know what I re- what what I realized was is that even at that point what I realized is that I looked at it and I said it can't be this easy every time and, and that's true that's yeah. true it hasn't been it hasn't been but what I what I do realize it is going through the program and I and I like I told you before I talked to probably 150 people that are in the program either either past or present students that are that are in astro flipping and one of the things I noticed you know for me is that if I was going to be successful in the program after going through each one of the modules in, in real strict detail, what I realized is that if you stick to the fundamentals and you stay with the low hanging fruit and you don't try to be super creative and, uh, and do things that are not in the program, you'll be fine. Like, like no ringless voicemail, um, stick to stick to text and cold calling. Um, but if you, even more importantly, if you go and do outreach and build, uh, really solid strategic partnerships with people. Like for instance, in Atlanta, I have 14 strategic partners, right? And so, so you're in multiple markets, right? Let's, yeah, let's well, talk about what I mean, that I'm looks like now. Yeah, so I'm in 10 now, right? So uh, LA, Orange County, uh, Inland Empire, San Diego, Sacramento, uh, Atlanta, Cleveland, Las Vegas, uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, San Francisco, um, and, and 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 a couple others in and out, right? I'm, I'm, I have some buyers that are in certain pockets, right? So like Houston and San Antonio, I do a little bit there as well, right? And so those are what those are the markets I'm in, and and but but it was key to really grow grow and establish my first market, right? That first deal was in San Bernardino, so I started working close to home. That's the only property out of all the deals I've done. That's the only property that that I actually ever went to. I, I've never. Everything else has been virtual. Everything's been virtual. You've been to one property. Yeah, I, I went to one property went because to one. I had yeah, only, and only because I had to go to that property to take photos for um, for potential buyer. Other than that, I, I wouldn't have even went to that property. I mean, Curtis, this is just, it's fantastic. I'm so blessed that you and I crossed paths at the time we did because when, you know, you were one of my first students. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. like I was just getting started. I talked to everyone in that group almost yeah. on a daily basis. And it was such a small little group we had, yeah. right? It was yeah. such a small little group and, and uh, we were able to really, I mean, again, it's still, you've seen my, my, the call, the coaching calls were, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes then. Yeah. Correct. And now they're like six hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's, you know, it's, it's grown, right? It used to be, uh, we, we spend tons of time now um, going over the details of the modules, which initially it was like, hey, the people had to, had to spend the time to go through the modules. And when they got on the calls, it was more detailed conversation, right? About 
those their specific deals. Now there's a lot of conversation around how do I do this? Yeah, you know? yeah. But I but I find that I I don't know if you do as well, but I find like I told you talking to about 150 people a week, I find that everyone is so in a hurry to try to do their first deal. Yeah, that they don't realize that the details is in the modules, right? Like I get tons of people who I'll talk about like a specific thing, like how do you do outreach? And I'm like, go on my Facebook page, look at my post. Cause I always post on my Facebook page and then I send it out to groups. I said, just look at what I do and, and do it exactly that way. Cause I was talking to a, a student today who said, Hey, I just got blocked on Facebook. They said, I'm sending too many messages. Has that ever happened to you? I said, no. He said, how much do you post? I said, go look on my Facebook and look at what I post. And you can actually see the groups that I post to too. Right. right. So, and it's directly in the modules in regards to how you're supposed to do outreach. But I think for a lot of people, it's still, they need that uh, additional steps within the roadmap to help them and guide them into re in regards to what they should be doing. It's crazy, crazy. So, yeah. you know, um, you've been an amazing uh, help in the group. And, and you know, of course, uh, you've been elevated in the program uh, in as a, you know, one of the high level student mentors and 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 really just a foundational um asset for 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 me as a human being you're just such a great guy to refer to um and and have people chat with if they're if they're you know encountering a roadblock or an obstacle um but let's talk about roadblocks and obstacles because i think that's something people love to just you know put under the rug and just pretend yeah. like it's not there and i you know me I'm yep. not that guy. I want to say, yeah. let's get in the mud with each other. I, in fact, I encourage everybody to go out there and mess stuff up so that we can we can bring the problems to to the call and and figure out how to solve them. Right. Yeah. So so let's talk about some of the obstacles. What were what were some of the you know um, obstacles mindset wise as well as in terms of the the actual production and and the business? Well, let me think my mindset wise. So module one was probably was really good for me. Right. Because I'd always heard about you had to be in a specific mindset in order to have attain a level of success or whatever, whatever it was. Right. So for me, it was. Excuse me one second. Oh, you're good. Well, can I say hi? <laughs> no, no. Hi. <laughs> yeah. So um, the so that, yeah, there you go. Love of my life for 21 years, right there. Amazing. So 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 the so the well more than that, but um, so so the thing though that was an obstacle for me was the biggest obstacle was initially was 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 dealing with um, a seller that wanted to cancel. Mm. Right. Remember, we I think we talked about that before, I right? Sure did. Yep. Um, yep. Um, and and. And and that was for me, you know, because I, I had, for instance, I had I had a deal, and I still have problems with this with this till this day, right? So I had a I had this, I had a deal, and the seller wanted to cancel because the buyer we were, we were already in, in escrow, and we we I asked for an extension, and we got an extension based on the um, based on the the, the buyer because he was having some issues uh, with his family, and his mom came to visit him, um, and his mom ended up catching COVID and passing away, right? So oh. we gave him an additional extension because of it. And then I went back to the seller and made sure I was completely transparent because I find in, in order to, to 
be successful, have, have a lot of success with um, with wholesaling. You, it, it takes a lot of transparency, right? It, it's a lot of you. You have to really let people know what's going on, even though there's things in the background that you can't control and they can't control, right? So Correct. I told the seller, and she was really cool with the fact that I don't. She was saying she was out of state. She was like, I don't mind the extensions because of what's going on in his life, and I understand what's happening with the pandemic. So we did that. So he asked me for another extension, right? Um, and for me, I felt like the the last extension he was trying to get out of the contract because he was not interested in it anymore. But in order for him to get a cancel, you know, I I had to get them force them to go to escrow and create an amendment with escrow for uh for because he to close. So basically, we were going to close. Uh, on like, and this was like four months later on, on the fourth of the month. And I told him in order to, to close on the fourth, to get that other extension for them to close, you'd have to sign this amendment that would say you had to give us early, an early withdrawal of half of the EMD. Yep. And if you did not close on or before the fourth, that you would forfeit your whole EMD because you, you, you taught me that as long as I had in the assignment agreement, if I had that that block that basically said if you if if you could not close because of something that was re in regard to buyer, then um, and you failed to close, you would forfeit your EMD. Well, the escrow wouldn't honor that, so I had to force this guy to actually put it on an amendment yep. so that it would be valid. <clears throat> so my problem with that is they gave me an early release like five k of EMD. The problem is is that I still. And I've been so busy, I haven't dealt with it, but I have to get an attorney to go get the e the other 5K of EMD, right? So they they gave the seller, got 5K, I got 5K. There was still 10K in, in, um, in escrow. They still haven't resolved the situation. So I have to get an attorney because the, the seller is like, ah, I got 5K, I'm moving on. I'm gonna yeah. tell it to somebody else now. The buyer can't do nothing. They're just kind of waiting to see what the decision is. Yeah, and but I have five K sitting there, so I, I would imagine at some point when I have some free time, I'll get an attorney to to address it and get them to send me my, you know, my deposit of that five K. That, that's one. That's one big issue, right? Um, another issue is I, I've had I've noticed since the pandemic, it's happened a couple of times that uh, I get a I get a deal under contract. And the and the the tenants don't want to move out. Mm. So tenants are smart now. What they do is once they realize the property is up for sale now, is they'll tell they'll go and say that everyone has COVID. Yep. Right. And then once they they do that, it stops the sale. You obviously have to cancel the agreement because you're not going to get past due diligence in that case. And 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 pretty much the the the, the person who was selling it can't sell it anymore now because they. You know, they'll file and say, hey, we, you know, we got we have COVID and, and, and we, we, we don't want to be evicted under the new law. So that's another big issue. Right. That's happened to me multiple times. Um, and 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 that it, and I think other than that, I, I mean, I really haven't had any significant issues, but I'll tell you why, though. The reason why is I paid attention to and this is why I still get on our the coaching calls to this day, even though I'm doing things in the background is yeah. because. One time you said, pay close attention, tackle the low-hanging fruit. If you want to complicate your life, do things that are outside that scope, and you'll find that stuff really quick.
And so, like I told you, I have 14 active strategic partners in Atlanta. And and nine of them are at either either current or former Astro students. Like uh like Janet Muhammad is a is mm-hmm. a key partner that I have in in Atlanta for my direct to seller deals. Right. Um, Mahmoud, I deal with him tremendously down there. Earl McRae, I deal with him tremendously down there. I deal with Finney a lot down there, right? So a lot of the people that are in the program, um, I work with. But we I, we have a, a really way of the, – the way that we do business is we stick to the basics, mm-hmm. right? We do things the way – like the way that I did my first micro flip is the way that I do it now, right? And I don't make it complicated. I'm not trying to sell – Multi-family apartment buildings. I'm not trying to sell huge lots. I'm not single-family houses. I prefer to have them vacant or have a lockbox on them, um, and we sell them. Some of them that are direct to seller, you know, you can't get that. But 80, 80, 80 to 85 percent of my business is microflips. So I just stick to the basics, though, right? So in that business, you know, my budget zero, right? So no marketing spend. No, people still think I'm full of crap when I put that on an ad. Like, you know what? Um, you're not going to spend a dime in marketing working the way that we do it. And they're just like, you're a liar. Like, well, think what you want. But, um, but but I think people don't understand it, right? Even I think, you know, I I was talking to a guy today that was that's in the program, and you talked to him on a call the other day, and you had a long conversation with him about sticking to the basics. And so he called me today. He's like, hey, Jamil told me to call you if I had a problem. And I said, okay, so what's your issue? And so when we were talking about it, I'm like, he's like, I don't have money to be do. I said, listen, dude, stick to the basics. Do a micro flip. Go outreach. Find a guy who find some some people who have deals already, and then find some guys who are looking for deals, and then connect the dots. Connect the small dots. Stop trying to think that you have to call every real estate agent in California and and figure out you know oh, how much how much am I going to have to make an offer for under. Uh, market price for it to be a deal, you know, and I'm right, like, right. you don't have to do that if you just stick to the basics and micro flip. You're gonna have zero marketing costs. Once you do a deal, you can do whatever you want. Then, right? Yep, yep. Then, yeah, because now the, the 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 whole thing is proof of concept for people. A lot of times, right? They just want to know, like, is this legit? Like, can I put yeah. this together? And then remember. You know, you were in a little bit of a different situation coming to the program because you already have a job, a well-paying job, you know, and I know what, you know, um, on average, what's your what's your monthly wholesale take home? Six figures. Six figures. So so he's got six figures a month, guys, in revenue from wholesale, and he's making six figures a year in his W-2 job. So when he came to wholesale, he was already making six figures a year. So it wasn't like Curtis was sitting there you know, um, struggling to to pay the bills. He was like, "Hey, I'm going to check out another another opportunity to maybe you know bring in some some more money." It's they're empty nesters. It's you know him and his beautiful wife living in in their house. Kids are gone in college, doing you know doing college stuff, and yep. um, he's got some time. So uh, he was just like, "Let's try." But I mean, Curtis, this is in, such an inspiring thing you know you, you we've got some big names in the chat i don't know if you noticed there but but pace morby popped in and and steve trang came in you know steve steve trang is um uh one of those people that that absolutely helped me propel me in the business just by putting my my dumb face on his on his podcast so yeah, yeah. That he's here and I've pace my, my best buddy you know we're uh, 
gearing up for a TV show uh, coming in the in in the, in the fall. So that's going to be great. That should be pretty cool. You know what's interesting is that it's funny how I don't know this five degrees of separation. So this morning, I had a guy who reached out to me because they've been having some problems with some pre foreclosures. We had Rochelle on. You had Rochelle on your podcast, and then we had her on one of the calls. Well, I reached out to. Well, so he reached out to me because they have been having some problems, and they didn't have a solution. Mm-hmm. The crazy part is they're from Canada, right? Wow. So yeah. So we. So I was talking about you, and we. So I said, hey, you know what? I got a solution for you. So I forward them Rochelle's um, email this morning. Awesome. And he he communicated back with me this afternoon and said, hey, we're engaged, and we should um. We should have this resolved pretty quickly, but he was in a he was in panic mode. But it's crazy because he runs a huge operation. He runs a he has twenty cold callers, five acquisition people in in the office, and and they weren't handling those situations that way. They would just hire a pro, uh, a pre foreclosure attorney to try to get it resolved. I'm like, nah, this is the way you actually should be doing it. And it was I based on. Just, I think you just made some money while you've been on this podcast. <laughs> Hey, hey, I just saw a comment from Janet Ross. It said, Curtis, Mableton is sold. Looking for the text to confirm. Whoop, whoop. Hey, there you go. I, I told you. Janet Muhammad, hey, hey, Janet Muhammad in Atlanta is a key bro. strategic partner. It's good to make money. Well, you just made money on a podcast, bro. <laughs> there you go. There and you go. To the community, the Astro fam, they're out there, you know, working right now. You're You're here. This is how this happens, guys. I'm doing deals right now in my phone that I'm not I'm not even doing because my team is doing it. Curtis is here doing a podcast with me and his team is off selling houses, making money. I mean, this is how it happens. Yeah. You know what's what's weird too that you say that. So so my son was home and I I, I sent you a text about it. My son was home from college, right? He goes to the right. University of San Diego. Smart kid, right? Had a whole lot of Ivy League offers, decided, hey. I want to go to school where I can see the beach from everywhere on campus. So he decided to go to the University of San Diego. Good and, man. You know, he plays football down there. And he was home because he opted out during COVID. And so he was home. So he was standing in the background watching five or six of the calls that we had. And he said, hey, you think you could spend some time, maybe like a week, with me going through understanding what wholesaling is, right? So I said, yeah, but I, I knew how much work it is. So I said, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Let's see you know, get him off the video games and, and focus on something different. So he's a he's a computer science business major down there. So I said, it should be pretty easy for him. So I started to teach him wholesaling. So I gave him the San Antonio, Houston and Las Vegas markets. And I said, go through the SOPs, figure figure out, go through the documents. If you have questions, let me know. Um, I use Loom and all this stuff that, you know, we, we talk about on, on Wholesale Hotline. So he went off and he did his first deal in uh, – in Houston, and, and and within about three weeks, he had his first deal done, and so, and so he. It's funny because generations, baby, generations. Yeah, That's yeah. So, so for me, what was key is that not only has it helped me, but it's it's generational, life changing in regards to for the rest of his life. That's what he's gonna be. Uh, and how much did, how much he did he make? What he did has, he make in that deal? Uh, he made I think twenty five hundred bucks on it. He's a college okay. student. I mean, college student, right? You know, most college students, they can't make that in their entire summer. Right. That means he does. Hey, but, you know, it's crazy is, is I, you know, my wife and I went down to visit him last week and now he's eating T-bone steaks instead of top ramen in his college Good. dorm. Good. <laughs> Inspe- expensive tastes lead to a hustle that can afford 
to keep Correct. those expensive tastes um, uh, satisfied. Correct. So, you can't. So you now, don't want to be a bum. Don't live like a bum. Exactly. So now we, you know, we have this this joke about. I always, I was always talking about the low hanging fruit, like I just said a few minutes ago. And he's always talking about he he's chasing uh, 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 the high hanging fruit, the giraffe. So he's it, he has a deal right now that's in uh, that's in escrow, a multifamily, 160 unit that's in escrow right now that he's received LOI, NDA, and proof of funds and submitted. So if they choose his buyer. I mean, it's like a $220,000 payday, right? So oh the God. key is, is he never would have got it if I hadn't reached out to you and said, hey, um, is this really real? And does wholesale really work, right? So for me, it, it, it's completely life-changing, right? So Curtis, I'm sure, you know, um, as we're rounding out the, the time here, um, people must be wondering, what's up with all the clocks in the background? Can you give us a little backstory on your... Hey, hey. Your affinity to, to, to time and clocks. So and Before I got into wholesaling, well, before the pandemic, okay. my wife and I used to travel a lot. We used to go three or four or five places a year, right? Um, you know, whether it's Indonesia or or, 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 um, or Thailand or the Philippines or anywhere, you know. So uh, because we did that, what we decided when we bought this house was that we put a lot of clocks up and then we would label the clocks for the um, for the places that we've been. Right. And then we have a large map of the world that we're uh, that we put pins in to show kind of where it was, too. That's going to go up here as well. And then a week ago, she came in here and said, well, since you're growing into all these markets, I'm going to just put up a clock for every market you're in and then set the time right. So you never miss an appointment again. I said, can you tie that into podio? <laughs> so, yeah, that, oh, that's no. what we have on the clocks on the wall. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, anything, any last words you'd like to share with people, Curtis? No, I, I would just, you know, for, for me, um, I would just say stick to the fundamentals of wholesaling, stick to the fundamentals of astro flip, of micro flipping, um, pay attention. And, and, and if you, and if you, and do the work, right? So, so the one thing that's key is you have to do the work at wholesaling. You can't get away if you if you don't do outreach, you can't build up an acquisition wholesaler team um, to 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 be able to get enough deals to to have a pipeline. Because yep. for me, my biggest problem is where I'm at now. I don't have a VA, don't have an acquisition person, um, and I'm doing you know between fifteen and eighteen deals a month and on my own. And I'm trying to scale, right? Because I'd like to be at fifty, but in order for me to get there, what I realize is that. I've been trying to grow my pipeline and I can't control it with just me. So now it's time for me to grow. And originally when I asked you this after my first month, you said, no, you can't get a, uh, you can't get a, a, a VA. So now it's time for me to do that. And I, I've been, you know, reaching out and I, I've interviewed last week, I interviewed 30 and, and, and I'm working on an acquisition person because I think what's more important for me is I need to work on my business and not in my business. So, that's for me, that that's the most important thing. And, I, and I'm, you know, and I'm going to stick to the basics. I'm going to stay where we're at uh, and, and and try to change a lot of this, um, my wholesaling income into into cash flowing income. That's what's next for me. Right. Beautiful. Putting a lot of offers in on, on multifamily. I need to, uh, you know, based on, on, on that call you had the other day, it was it really hit home for me because now for me, it's about um, those things I can do to change, you know, because when I log into my as as Pace calls it, when you log in into your um, 
your, your government partner's website and you see what you have to pay, you realize you have to change things. And for me, now I need to have cash flowing assets. So I posted on my Facebook, I'm looking for seller finance deals um, or low entry point deals so that I could get into because, you know, having having some control of my um, of my tax paying now is is, is being is central to what I what I want to do. Right. Love it. Well, I'm, I plan to bring some tax planners into the Astro program so we can get a module on that and hopefully help you with that. Uh, as you know, what paces uh, really uh, opened my eyes to continuing to add, you know, what we're learning right now to our program so that this is an everlasting coaching mentorship, right? This is this doesn't end with module six. This this ends when I end. And even, yeah. then, you know, hopefully the, your kids will take over and and we'll continue to add on to the family and add on to the goodness. Um, this has been this has been uh, an incredible time uh, shared with you, Curtis. Uh, I love you, bro. This is hey, love like, as well, man. This is the it's coolest been, thing. It's been. I mean, you think about this. I mean, I think what was it? March, March of last year, right? Right when the, when when the pandemic hit was when we started. Uh, when we started, yeah. Program, and it's been for me. It's been a wonderful, wonderful ride in a in a journey that's taught me. It's taken a lot of the um, the ceilings off of a lot of things that I thought, right? The things that I know about interpersonal communication with people, the things that have nothing to do with um, with money, but that have to do with how, right? How to deal with people, how to deal with finances within a business, how to deal with the growth, how to deal with communicating with other people who are running businesses, how to communicate and be humble with people who need help, right? Those are the things now that are more important to me than the financial aspect of it, right? And so that's what I've learned from, from being a part of the program and you, you know, touching my life. Appreciate you. I love you, Curtis. Thank you so much. To the moon, baby. To All the right. moon. Thanks.